Subscribe, love, like. We're sponsored by the Spunk Lube and rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We could not do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us that bump. Pornstar's Duo Podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm here with Siren Saint Sin. I was like really worried I was gonna like like tongue twister. It's a tongue twister. Yeah. Thank you for uh, thank you for doing this. Um, right off right out of the gate, you were you we were talking about um, your background in performing arts. Where did you yeah. start? Um, performing. Yeah. I was a classically trained musician. No shit. For Thirteen years. What instrument? French horn. Wow, French horn. Yes. Wow, you do not hear this very often. No, especially from women. Yeah. Is, is French horn a, a male-dominated industry? Yes. I didn't know That's that. That's why my, my parents put me in it. My sister played French horn, and I think they tried to swap her to baritone Probably. in her process. Interesting. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. That's really Most funny. people don't. How did you fight the, the, the good fight in the French horn industry? Um... I had great support system. My yeah. parents forced me. I actually didn't want to play the French horn. I wanted to play saxophone. No shit. I, and I played saxophone. <laughs> no, they're like, no, if you're going to go do this, you're going to play an instrument where women aren't very prevalent. No so shit. So you can demand more money. That's crazy. They That's really, really smart. Good. Are your parents musicians? Uh, they were. Yeah. But they're also artists, and they're just very supportive of that stuff. Yeah. They wanted to give me opportunities, but... Eventually, I didn't do it anymore. Yeah. I sold my horn, and I went into dance. Oh, no and shit. I became a professional dancer for no shit. 20 years. And wow. Theater and acting and professional belly dancer, burlesque yeah. and all that. And, uh, like, uh, what's this, like a, a quintuple threat? What are What is it? What are you? <laughs> I'm an everything threat. <laughs> Can you sing as well? No, no singing. Okay, fine. No, we're, we're no, no. That's that's one thing. No. Fine, we found your weakness. Oh, God, sing this God. song. No karaoke and me. <laughs> I was trying to do so. We do at the end of these episodes. We try to do like some kind of physical challenge kind of thing. And I was trying to do karaoke all week, and I uh, I didn't realize how bad I, I'm. So bad. I'm I'm really bad. I don't even know how to like. It's like I'm just trying to do a minute to two minutes, and I can't even be interesting karaokeing for two minutes, even with another person. It's it was bad. You know what I default to. What's your default? Twerking. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have. I don't have any twerk game, unfortunately. <laughs> Neither do I. I. Uh, I don't have. I did a booty. I did a booty clap contest uh, yesterday. Ooh. I cannot make my booty clap. We found that out. Um, mm. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to, but for, for sure, cannot. Cannot. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Twerk. I've. I don't. I've <laughs> never been at karaoke and saw somebody go to twerking. Uh, well, I mean, if you can't sing, might as well entertain <laughs> somehow, right? <laughs> I guess that. I mean, I don't want to hurt their ears. <laughs> <laughs> so French horn, wow, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. so what was your favorite? What was your favorite like uh, genre of dance? I don't know if I have a favorite genre of dance. Well, I'm Romani, okay. uh, which is gypsy. Yeah, Most people know that it's gypsy. Um, but I'm Romani, so I did um, traditional Rusko Roma dance Kay. and stuff like that. So I think that was probably one of my more favorites. Okay, that's because it's more my ethnicity. Yeah. I'm able to educate people through dance. And you feel connected when you're doing it. Yes. It's like that first time I went to Italy, and I don't speak Italian. I don't really know a lot of my family over there, but I'm in Italy, and I'm just like, I'm in Italy. Right. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I felt so most connected. Cool. But burlesque was also really fun. You have to tell a story in just a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not just entertaining, but you have to tell a story. Right. And for that, I mean, that was a lot of fun. 
I have a I have a vaudeville burlesque all this sort of stuff. I have like a uh, a very uh, warm place in my heart for because it it's like it's kind of where stand up comedy came from. Actually, yes. Because it's like everybody had and it's and like you, you look at how much more talented everybody had to be before. Mm-hmm. Like they had to be able to sing, they had to be able to dance, they had to be able to like in between like doing like whatever the next thing was, they had to like have a quip. They right. had to have like something I could say and entertain the crowd. So and then now we're all you know, comedians are just like one liner standing there. Like we're really under talented to compare to what we used to be. Well burlesque was means to satirize, to make fun of. Yeah. So it was actually male dominated comedians. Yeah. And then T V came around and how are we gonna pull audiences from moving pictures right you know to T V and so you add in pretty naked ladies. Sure. So so I didn't even realize that. So the so the nudity and the and the femininity and the tassels and the whole thing, that's later. Oh yeah. No it was co- it was comedy. No, no, sh- okay. Very it's cool. to satirize. Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. very political. Interesting. I th- yeah, I didn't realize that that wasn't that, that was a later add-on. I thought it was literally like doing what they're doing but then also uh crushing jokes while No, it was all about the comedians yeah. and then you'd have a girl here and there but yeah. nothing too scandalous. Right. The moving pictures came along and well how are you going to get people Keep going to live entertainment. Yeah. Well, the more scandalous you oh, are, right. the more attention you're oh, going to get. You, oh, because now they're fighting staying home. I see what right. you're saying. Oh, very so cool. Well, the moving pictures and then going into TV. Right, right, so right, right. So burlesque is also the mother of modern day strip clubs, too. Yeah, interesting. So the two that used to work together separated, and now you have that. And then you have the revival of burlesque, and yeah. so our MCs are the comedians. They're right. the ones who bring that aspect back to it. Yeah. I tried to do that. Yeah, I tried. I tried to MC a couple burlesque events. Um, comedians do not get the the same level of respect uh, in that scene because right. they like they want all the comedians to volunteer their time. And I was like, wait, everybody just paid to be here. Why am I? Yeah. Why am I volunteering? Let me ask you I this. This it. is yes. a thing that I recently found out, and I just want to know how you identify with this thing. the The phrase "gypsy" mm. is like. It's like a racial slur. It is. Yeah. It means thief. Okay. Have you ever th- heard the term, you gypped me? For sure. It means you stole from me, right? Right. It used to be, you gypsied me. Right. So I stopped uh, I stopped using, gy- not that I was, u- not that like the, the, the need to use the word gypsy was mm-hmm. coming up that often, but now I'm like, I'm like, oh, sorry, excuse me, sorry, that's, you can't. <laughs> that's a slur. You can't say that word. Yeah. We're um, Romany. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I mean how 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 much does it hurt you when you when you hear the term or when somebody <laughs> says it? I've learned to understand that a lot of westerners are very ignorant yeah. about it. So being offended by not willful ignorance doesn't offend me anymore. I try to educate as much as possible. So if on it, but so you're th- so you're going with the with the with the mindset like, "Oh, they don't know that they're being a, a piece of trash right now." They're not trying to hurt my feelings. Yeah, they're not doing it purposely. They're they're going saying the term based upon s- what they've grown up with. Right. And you know, and if you can educate, educate. If you can't change other people's behavior, you can sure. change how you react to it. So why get angry over somebody else's ignorance? Educate sure. them if they want to perpetuate it and then argue with me about how I feel about it. Well, then I just don't engage with that person anymore. Yeah. So the the big the big thing with racial slurs I don't know this is a weird sentence to start mm-hmm. um, is when the community that they're harming 
takes them on. And it's the big talk now is obviously like black communities and, mm-hmm. and the N-word. But more than that, my father and his friends in high school started calling each other Guinea and Wop and Dago mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And my my father's oldest brother pulled my father aside. This is his uncle. And says, I don't, I don't know what you're doing right now, but like if somebody called me those words in high school, I would I would fight them on the yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm just wondering if there's any if there's any like reclaiming like are you with with your Romani friends and you guys are just calling each other oh, yeah. the the G mm-hmm. word oh yeah <laughs> is, that, is that real oh yeah <laughs> and and we go with all the stereotypes and like you're gonna steal my children oh that's funny you're gonna eat my babies that's you're, great. I, I'm gonna hex you that's and, great you know we because when you use it for yourself and you use it within your community you're taking the power back right 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 and then it's not so offensive when somebody else says it you just be like well you're just ignorant yes yeah. so you're like what up my G word yeah. I like this. I like this idea. Yeah, it's like, like it's a reclaiming within the culture, and I'm cool. I'm all for it. Yeah, take the power back. Sure. You th- now you told me offcast uh, where you're from, or is it? Can we talk about Texas? We can talk about Texas and El Paso. This is where we you grew up. We can talk about it. <laughs> okay, no, cool. I did not grow up there. I grew okay. up in Denver. Okay, but I've been there for. S- oh no, shit. You're Sorry. fine. I um been there for 17 years. Denver. So what was Den- Denver's down uh, like? Because I only traveled, I think post recreational law. What was the uh, what was what was Denver's identity when you were growing up? It was just diverse. Yeah, it was art, diversity, being outdoors. You know. So how do you mm-hmm. feel now that this law is passed, the the marijuana law? It's ch- it's like it's become what people are attaching to. Right. Um, I mean. Colorado's always been progressive. Yeah. It's always been like, if it doesn't harm anybody, what's the big deal? Sure. So it doesn't feel any different to you? It's not? No, not really. It's just, it was kind of like a natural progression that eventually Colorado is going to do that because they are so progressive. Sure. Actually going to Texas was like culture shock. Yeah. Right. Big time like, oh, we're not that expressive. Oh, we're very religious. Right. (laughs) We're like... Oh. Everything, uh, everything indoors is different from everything outdoors. Yeah, it what happens in uh, home and out of home are very they're like different characters. Yeah, everybody kind of like it's a friendly community, yeah. but people tend to stick with themselves, or right? Things like that. It was just just a culture shock. Yeah, Texas, uh, like a lot of places in the U.S., it just f- you can just feel people hiding shit, like they're not they're not open enough about their own identity yeah i think that and el paso is a very big city yeah it's a very vibrant culturally um culture identity there is a big sure 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 um and it's a wonderful family community it's kind of a slow pace like thing it's a great place if you just want a good little stress-free life yeah that's that's the good part about it um but it's also very small town mentality so how does that how does that intersect? Do you find it all um, what you're do you feel like do you feel like you live in a community where if you were open about everything you're involved in, you would be judged or like fucked with? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am judged. OK. <laughs> well, what, you're, so you're judged on well, how well, how open are you with the community about what you're involved in? I'm not unknown. Yeah. OK. Like literally. I'm I'm not unknown. Yeah. So, so you like, I mean, I'm not out out there, but people know. Yeah. And I'm, to me, it's like, well, El Paso isn't my whole focus. Right. 
you know, it's not my world. Right. You know, there's a whole big expansive world out there. Why am I going to worry about what people think just locally? Sure, for sure. And it's my life. I'm going to do what I want. I th- uh, there's something about, um, like, inked people that I think they get more recognized because there's confirmation. Because mm-hmm. you see somebody that you might think you know on the street and just on face and i don't think we're like i don't think our brains are like functioning at the level they're supposed to with facial recognition <laughs> it's like you're looking at somebody and you're like i feel like that's i somebody. think i know you but then but so a friend of mine who was leaving the industry this is when we met her big like that was her big marker was that people knew this tattoo this specific tattoo that she had so this is how she would get called out in public right like, oh you're you because yeah. of the tattoo I d- I just connected that piece now that that's like that that's really like a uh, a clear identifier to people. It's very much so, that especially that with as much as I have and yeah. where I have. And that. they're like, oh, oh, that's definitely her. Oh yeah, especially my neck. For now. sure, yeah, yeah. Wha- uh, what's the last What's the last thing you did? My neck. The neck. Interesting. It's a back piece cover up. Okay. So I'm in the process of getting that covered up, but it's all connected. Yeah. To okay. My back. So you're finishing. So you were getting rid of something on the back, and then the the whole the whole comes around. Process yeah. of it was the one. So I have about 16 more hours left on my back. No shit. Mm-hmm. Big, big ass piece. Do you find, does, did the neck, is the neck the moment, like a, a different moment for people? Like what, now that you have neck art, do, do you think people um, look at you specifically different? Because that's, that's the old joke. It's like, uh, meet a guy, like the higher up on his body, the tattoo is the more likely he's going to murder you. Uh. It's like neck or face, you're done. <laughs> Right, like ha- like hand or wrist, like you know. Um, I don't think so. Just because people know me from yeah. me, and they know that my tattoos are my art and my personal expression. Sure, they know that it's just an outward expression of how I feel inside. Yeah, if I feel beautiful inside, not why not decorate my temple? Sure, to do that. Um, I d- I don't think I've had any, but I think a, a lot of older people ask me. Interesting about it rather than judge me, yeah. Like, but why they say why, yeah, why, why? feels you're why ruin you're your much face? softer than me, yeah. Why ruin your face, right? Yeah, why and ruin like, your face to me seems aggressive. Well, but they're they're generally asking why, why would yeah. you do that? And I'm like, I take every moment that I interact with somebody as a teaching moment, sure, you for know? to. To them. To them. To teach them. Well, they could, I can learn from them, yeah. but if they're asking me, it's a great moment for teaching. Why get offended when you can educate? Yeah. Right? So even then, to them, it was an idea of distraction from my face. But if we talk about art, where our eyes focus on the brightest spot of an image first, or okay. a canvas first. Yeah. So if this is darker under here, you're actually seeing my face ah. more than you would. That's a secondary thing. Right. Like, why am I paying? Oh, yeah. It's like that idea with uh, um, with the with the beards. Like, uh, this uh, th- my buddy's got a joke about how uh, somebody was like, "You should get, you should have a beard." Like, I, I think you would look better with less face. I think. Oh man, <laughs> I would be offended by that. <laughs> yeah, you no, but it wasn't it wasn't meant to offend, but he he spun it he spun it that way. Yeah, you you should cover your face because it would look good. Yeah. But no, it was. It took me. A w- I've always wanted to be heavily inked since yeah. I was a little girl. Always wanted to do it. So, what was your first? What was your first tattoo? What was its? What was its symbolism? It's on my leg, mm-hmm. and it's the BDSM symbol and the Celtic knot for unity. Okay. Yeah, I went balls out. That's one thing. <laughs> BDSM okay. unity. Yeah. Interesting. As I was twenty-one. Yeah. When I got my first tattoo. That's late. 
Yeah. That's late for, for rebellious tattoo people. I know. Because I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to make sure it's what I want. Yeah. Um, I've been slowly getting tattooed for the past 20 years. Yeah. And uh, the past year, I've had more work done in the past year than I did in 20 years. Sure. And then where are you? Where do you think? You, where are you with the thing? Like how how many more do you envision? Like does the does the canvas like sit in your head or is it a it's a slow gradual thing for you? It's a slow gradual thing. So just like you get an inspiration and mm-hmm. then you go, well, there, okay, where can where does it go and where what 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 what? Yeah, and I try to design the tattoos with the artists that go with the shape of my body. Sure, it's not meant to cover it up. It's meant to enhance it. Yeah. So it's just art on my canvas. Yeah, I dig that. So, yeah, anything that's shaped, it's shaped for a specific reason. You know, if I, like with my back tattoo, it, we, we shaped it just right. So it shows my curves rather yeah. than cover it up. Right. And stuff like that. Yeah, uh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, so you're, you said people in your town know what you're doing. So you do you still have some live element to what you're doing currently? Yeah, I still perform live. Okay, mm-hmm. very cool. And then, so w- the stuff that you're doing live is, is mostly burlesque or? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and then how? Uh, what I don't under- really understand the the comedians are very solo mm-hmm. and on our own. What's what is is when you when you're performing burlesque? Are you just a solo performer, or you do you have a troupe? Like how's it? How I, do you usually I'm, work? I'm out? a solo performer now. Nice. Yeah, so I book my own stuff. Like people will ask me, and I decide if I want to do the gig or not. Yeah, and, and I'll. So you go. do you have now? I, like so, if, I, if somebody asks me to just do a gig, I'll I'll have an opener. Do you just go out and you just do the whole? Well, there's other performers. Okay, so, so it's you're a mixed part of show. a yeah, you're part of a a cast, like a showcase. Okay, yeah, cool. very cool. Yeah, so it's never just me. But anymore. so, but you got your moment. Like mm-hmm. now, it's you, and you do your you yeah. do your whatever. Every now and again, I do a private party, and yeah. you know that's where it's me solo, and I do it longer, or yeah, different costumes and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's stage with other cast members. What does it look like to play? And then, what's the most awkward? Like, w- is there a gig that you like? If somebody says we come do my birthday party, would you say no to that? Well, I would ask more details. <laughs> okay. Like, is it public? <laughs> right, like is it private? Who's gonna be there? Can I bring security? Do right. I have a dressing room? Like, yeah. Um, birth, but birthday parties for I've done those. Yeah. Yeah, I did one uh, during the summer for a gentleman's twenty fourth birthday. Okay. His mom hired me. Okay. What um what did what was the vibe? Was it like? It was very. Do you know these people? No, I don't know the people. So what was it like? Was it like we respect the artistry, or was it like let's almost get a stripper? Like what was you know? No, what they mean? wanted like to get a stripper. Oh, they did. Okay. Oh no, <laughs> no, they totally did. They, it, <laughs> mom it. knew that. That son was a playboy right. and all that. So this was the this but was the, this was the 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 negotiation down. But we have to like, there's kids there, <laughs> right? <laughs> so how can we like push how the boundaries we get on a this? Stripper, but so not get a stripper. Here, tell us, a club stripper, yeah. So I did the, I was a club stripper, so I added that element in there, and I made it fun and family friendly and a lot of uh, good times. You were you were a, you were a club stripper. Oh yeah. Uh, wait, at which point in the in the spectrum? Uh, when I uh, I started two days after my 18th birthday. Uh, okay, so you were a non-ink stripper even. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I Wha- didn't do it for very very long. I did it for a few years because I had my kids. So. What was what was the having the having a kid made you stop? Yes. Time wise, what what was the what's the inspiration to be a stripper when you're 18? Like, how long do you think about that? process or I how much of a whim is that just <laughs> like 
I've always wanted to do. You always wanted to be a stripper. I always wanted to do porn. I've yeah. always wanted to be in the adult industry. I don't know what it was. So when you've just I was been a kid. baby stepping in. Yeah, and then I was a performer. So yeah. why not? I mean, yeah. Why try to be a Juilliard and do all this other stuff? And so many work so hard. To artistic, beautiful, like uh, people that know how to move end up in this field, and they yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like. So I started dancing, and I'd actually get in trouble from my manager at the club because I would get so into my performance and what I'm doing, I'd forget to take the tips. No shit. Yeah, like for me it was. You'd leave? No, I wouldn't leave. I would. They would just throw it, and I wouldn't like go up to the guys because I'm. Oh, because it's part. It's part of the thing to like scoop them up and right. Yeah, I, see what you're saying. I was yeah. like so into like whenever I was on main stage, right. like create. Okay, I want this song and work with the lighting guy. And can we do this light? And this is the song. And this is yeah. the costume I'm gonna make. And actually, that was my introduction to burlesque because. A customer came in and he goes, "You do realize what you're doing is actually burlesque, right? Right, because right, because stripper. Now I'm from a smaller town, so stripper is just like do your two moves, scoop the thing, right? Like there's three moves, take the money, and you weren't doing that. No, and I'm not saying that that's good. No, but I'm saying that that's very different. Like, yeah, but they're the same. I yeah. mean, it's the art of striptease. It's the art of erotic entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but again, but you're doing it in a in a in an theatrical. artistic way. Right. I would say more theatrical, not necessarily artistic, but more theatrical. Right. Way more storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> rather than just the experience. Right. So in my head, like, oh, we're we're in a tent, uh, a, a massive tent with the Sultan, you know, in the middle of the desert, and I'm going to wear this this costume, and and I'm going to seduce you because I'm the artistic courtesan. Right. Like that's in my head. Yeah. Right. And, like, right. Like I'm right. going to choose the music. So he was like, you know, you're actually doing burlesque. And I didn't know what that really was at right. the time. Nobody really does. No, even because still. well, because it was still so new. The yeah. revival was just beginning. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And then he educated me on it. And that was kind of my introduction to going from there into yeah. I was a professional belly dancer. And then I kind of just segued into that. No kidding. Stuff as a fetish model. Where and does belly dancing come from? Like, like from like a. Um, like a global standpoint. It depends on which kind you do. There's dance oriental, which is more Turkish. Yeah. So Persian, Turkey. Okay. Uh, places like that. Then there's Egyptian style. Okay. So those. And what's your style? I, I did dance oriental. Okay. So Turkish style. And then where where do you trace your heritage back to? Well, I'm Romani. So that's. Well, we originally come from northern India. Okay. But, but we're a culture that doesn't own a country. Right. We claim no country. Right. Because it's the the nomadic nature of. Uh, of of that was of just the culture. lifestyle, right? That it was, was yeah. ne necessitated. Yeah, you know, migrant workers. Yeah, you go where the money is. Okay. Yeah, that's. I'm so glad we got to talk about that because I because I I've been I've definitely been in the position where I'm like I don't think you should say that. No. And I never had an and I never had an expert yeah, to, no, to be able to like uh, confirm the my my feelings. Yeah. Uh, so it's great. Uh, what was I gonna ask you next? So stripping. So then you started doing uh, burlesque on the like you were do, you were a stripper and a burlesque on the side like I just no, like I like this no, idea. No, there was like a couple year gap <laughs> okay. in between there. So I did the stripping and then um, I still wanted to dance, so I picked up belly dancing. Yeah, and I did that for many many years as a professional performer. This before and this before the burlesque. Yeah, I mean I knew about burlesque, so I I dabbled in it, and then after that performing and doing that, I wanted to go back to that, but. I wasn't the body for a strip club. Right. You know, I'm, I'm got the mom bod. So sure. I went into burlesque because it was a way for me to be artistically expressive. I knew how to make costumes. I've done theater. I've yeah. done acting. I've done dancing. It yeah. just was a natural progression Perfect for me to fit. do that. Yeah. 
and then I went into camming. No, how long have you been camming? Four years. Okay. What do you find? Um, what do you find different when you remove a live audience? Interaction. So there's like a lot of you know there's a lot of like the messaging in and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. it doesn't have the same. No, because I can look at you and know if you like what I'm doing. Right. I don't know if it's just me. I can't see that. If right. people aren't interacting, so then I don't know if what I'm doing is entertaining. So I'm kind of left to my own devices. Right. But it's a big challenge because I have to figure out, am I trying to entertain them or am I just trying to do me and that'll attract them? Right. And what, is, what do you, what's your answer? I do me and that that draws them yeah i'm not trying to be something that they want they want me right so it's like a it's a it's a it's a two sides to a coin because it's it's one uh you don't have the reinforcement to go what i'm doing is going good because i can't see it direct mm -hmm. but at the same time you also don't have the the nerves and the doubts of of like is this gonna work right um, but then you, but then you, but you have that self moment where you're like, where you're like, okay, is what I'm doing really? And I know when they tip. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the only indication right. that I know what I'm doing. And do you leave this out like the sound effects on? Like, is like a jingle? Right? I don't leave no, the sound effects on. No, that bothers the <laughs> hell out of me. Like, da -da -da -ding. I just realized like, the other no. day, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, anything that's not, I tried to watch everything without the sound on. That's going to remind I watch all, all, all porn I watch was soundless. I just, like, I just, I didn't even realize this was part of my <laughs> consumption. But I, the other, because, because, you know, because I'm not like creating a, like a, um, like a safe space, do you know what I mean? Like right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch porn wherever I have the opportunity to, wherever I'm at. And so I travel so much, like I just don't want right. to get caught watching. So I've been, I've been soundless. So the other day, I like tried to turn the sound on and like, and like get into it, and it's, it freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, no, I get it. But see, what I am as a creator is I work with sound. Yeah. So even if you're trying to consume my erotic content. I have audio files. Right. So you can listen to me on your way to work. You can listen to me on the plane. Is that right? You and I can have a moment together, oh, with this erotic great. moment, and you don't have to worry about what people see. Yeah. Because I'm using your imagination. Oh, that's great. So I do a lot of role play. Yeah. Um, ASMR erotica. ASMR. MR. Erotica. What's the ASMR? Um, the easiest way to explain is, you know, when people whisper. Yeah. And they do the things like that. Oh, right. Yeah. But what is this? What, yeah, I know. But I will go. What does this stand for? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, audio, sensory, something. Yeah. I, I have to remember so many acronyms that I just know it. It's the brain tingle. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we would call it the tinglies. But what I'll do is not necessarily whisper, but I'll create a circumstance in the role play of why we need to be whispering or keeping our down. So I have one um, on my Pornhub that's, um, we're studying in the library, but I need a study break. And I'm wearing a skirt with no panties. I'm going to go around there and have a little dressed up. Ah. And then I explain everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like even be like, oh, shh, shh, shh. Somebody's coming. This is, for a second. This is like a so lost art. I tried. I consider myself an erotic entertainer. Yeah. Rather than a porn star. Yeah. Or anything. I'm an erotic entertainer because I do audio, visual, sensory play. Yeah, this is great. I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally with I it. I do my own video, my own photography, my own Foley sounds. Yeah. Because I put the sounds in it. Like I search for, or if I need to go to a library 
and record sounds. I just take my computer and my microphone and I record the ambient sound that's oh around shit. to use in my clips. That's or I'll great. go outside in nature or if a car needs to drive by. I yeah. record those. If there's 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 uh th- you're selling the shit out of your <laughs> out of your out of your personal content right now, I'll tell you that right now. Um yeah. what how do we what's by the way what's the what's the best fastest easiest way to get to your content and pay you for your content just look up siren saints in i'm fucking everywhere okay (laughs) and then you have a bunch of do you have like a bunch of uh so you have clips clip sites and you have have like a bunch of uh like monthly type deals i do have some monthly type deals um i have currently three websites yeah for siren saints in um i have my modeling website and link dump to everything that i have Mm -hmm. i have my adult clip site um, and then I also have my dominatrix website. Oh, okay. Um, so, but I'm also on many vids, Pornhub, I want clips. Yeah. I'm, um, have a Patreon for more of the fine art erotic okay. stuff for the ASMR and the photography. Yeah. Stuff like that. You want erotic feminine photography. That's where that oh, is. That's great. I do have Snapchat. I do have AVN stars. Okay. Very so cool. Yeah. Very cool. You're, ev- you're all of the places. I am all, all of the of places. The places. Is you said? Did you tell me this is your first? It's your first exotica. This is my first adult convention. Period. Yes. Nice. Um. So what? T- so like in like you're gonna go right to the floor five o'clock. I'm working the Inked Angels booth from five nice. to eight tonight. Very cool. Very cool. Are you are you coming to the the award show? I am nominated in five categories. Yeah. But are you coming? I am. <laughs> yeah. I want to see if I very win. Very cool. Five. Okay. What are your five? Uh, feature of the year, yeah, because I was Inked Angels feature in May Dope. 2019. Um, I have best asked, best ink, social media queen, and best website. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, those are. It really does seem like, um, I don't know what. Do you, I'm not going to answer for you because that's what I was about to do. <laughs> what which of those would mean the most to you? Feature of the year. Okay, interesting. Though, if I don't get that one best website would be it yeah that's what i feel like is is should be the point of pride right now because you're like somebody's ability to to make a good website is actually their ability to monetize their art right and because i work in marketing and i'm a branding strategist and graphic <laughs> right. designer and i do seo and yeah. web development that if i won that award right it means i won not somebody who made it for me right 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 it was my branding it was my design sure. it was everything that was me as a business woman, yeah, I don't want to be praised as the artist. I want to be praised as the business woman. Yeah. And that to me the would entity. be amazing. If I get best ink, that's nice, but that's somebody else's. Yeah. Art. That's true. I'm just the canvas. Yeah. And then if it's just my body, like, okay, that's nice, but I'd like to be known for what I do as a businesswoman that right. uses erotic uh, entertainment as my paintbrush and canvas. I dig that. That's fine. I uh yeah. I I wonder I wonder if there's anybody Whose answer is just like no? I'd like uh, it would mean the most to me to win best ass. That's the. I mean, my ass is glorious, <laughs> and I would love to that know would mean the most. that I would. Lo- <laughs> I mean, honestly, any of them would be. But just uh, like, being in the yes. category, you're you're aware. You're aware that it, yeah, that, you, that your ass is appreciated. <laughs> yes, I'm like, oh my god, best ass. What? But like, so. even the fe- feature of the year because that would mean, um, what I'm creating yep. is a fan favorite. Yep. I think anything I, I I end up I run a bunch of festival comedy festivals and some and some things that are that are like road shows and a lot of times we end up with these things that end up being that there's a win at the end and so 
I think what's lost a lot of times and that we try to focus on when we do ours is that like, no, the other people aren't losing. The person that like had the best set then gets more comedy work. But the other people like we need to appreciate everybody in the thing because it does seem like a little bit when people like lose at the thing that like they're really disappointed. But it's like you're in, you were in it like you you already kind of won because we said you're one of the five that we like the most. Here I am. If I don't win. OK, look. It is an awesome knowing yeah. that I was in five categories and right. I've only been doing this for 10 months. Yeah. And these were a couple months ago. Right. So I didn't even have this long. Right. right. So yeah. Like the nominations were like, like four, like four or five months ago. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm in five <laughs> this soon. Right. Even if I don't win, y'all. I'm in five uh, categories. I think, I think I think we need to. That, that, that's a for sure thing that I'm proud of that. that. I'm going to try to focus on if I can. Yeah. That's th this. That's my thing. Like, I'm here. Like, yeah. I'm fucking here. <laughs> like, what? Like, to me, that's exciting. Yeah. That, th even just that is recognition. Yeah. No, you know, for sure. Like, I'm on the platform of people are going to see me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's and a fun night. Uh, uh, this will be my third third year going. And uh, I'm 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 heavily involved in this year's Inked Awards. Well, so I'm excited. Inked Angels was one of the first companies to ever reach out to me when I got on Twitter when That's I great. first started out, and I was like, me? Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> you and tried to do that to me. You were like, you're like, why me? Why me? Like, <laughs> but then I got Feature of the Year in May. Yeah. And like I said, I just started in December. It's fantastic. So how? But I'm not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. Right. I'm just gonna be happy. Yeah. I'm here. Like take take the take the bump. Yeah. And uh, and ride it. Well, ride there's the not wave. a lot of workers that get to go to do things like this yeah. or even get recognized. Right. So in my industry, there's nothing that we have. We're so we're so like, I don't know what word I want, but we're like we're so self righteous that like we wouldn't. We're like even a we would we want an award thing so much, but then we're also so against an. You know what I mean? It's like it's I know. that thing at the same I've time. I've been in that world too. Um, so yeah. Normally I don't it. do competitions or anything yeah. else like that because I'm like, why? Like right. my fans are what's important. Yeah, well that but that's this is a thing recognition in my own community yes. that I'm appreciating. That's the thing that we do wrong in art is that we try to pin one against the other. And it's not really what art is. No. It's not what it's about. No. I was talking with a great photographer last night. I mean, we just we met at the bar at the meet and greet yep. and you know, we're both photographers. Right. So when everybody goes, I'm a photographer too, and we're both like Okay, but then we really started talking. We're like, "Oh no, you're right. You're a photographer. Right. Let's talk." Oh yeah, everybody's a side and photographer. We talked for like five hours. Yeah. It was insane and it was amazing. But it's also that healthy competition. Like, oh, you're doing good. Watch me challenge you. Right. And I'm gonna be better. And yeah. then I hope he looks at me and goes, ha, 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 "All right, game on." Sure. Because what we're doing is a friendly competition, but we're yeah. also increasing our abilities. We're right. making better art. We're, we're this, progressing and growing in a friendly, healthy competition. This I agree with. The I, in comedy, if there's somebody who's fantastic in a and it's, and it's city by city is how mm -hmm. comedy usually right. works. It's like and if there's somebody fantastic in the scene, everybody else just ha like has to work way, way harder, harder and get way better. Yep. Because I've seen scenes where there ha where there's a guy or a girl who's incredible, and then they leave. Mm -hmm. And then that scene gets stagnant for like four years because there's nobody like, like hitting like you right. know like uh, half court shots anymore. Mm -hmm. And so the 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 other people in that scene like not that they get lazy, but it's like if there's no LeBron or whoever your person right. is, 
Right. No, I know. <laughs> then there's nobody to like make you go, oh, maybe I can dunk from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. So my, yeah. my, my, my industry, my mutuals are my friendly competition. They're yeah. my inspiration to yeah. always be better for my fans. Yeah. You know, if I see somebody else doing amazing things, I'm like, oh, good for you. That's innovative. Yeah. I want to try that. It is interesting with with the how 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 much you can gain from just doing the fan stuff and the cam stuff and the the custom stuff mm -hmm. that it almost makes it irrelevant uh, what the rest of the community feels, mm -hmm. um, which is which is kind of cool and freeing and, and, and awesome. And that's what I think is a great time for me to be involved in interviewing people's industry is like seeing how much every person I interview has their own control over their income and their art and like all of the all the things mm -hmm. and i think more than it's ever been like that's that's the, like the through line of this industry right now very uh, very much is yeah and i well like listen, that um let's plug let's plug your okay so everything is uh, siren saint sin mm -hmm. siren com siren saint sin spelled out dot com yep. is my main website you and can that's see can my regular tattoo modeling cool. and then you can get links to all of my other cool. stuff my not safe for work stuff it is a safe for work site yep. so you can go on there no matter where um, but then it links to my not safe for work stuff and then we can find your twitter we can find your right. instagram and then I have siren saint sin which is st sin which is the not safe for work okay. website and then goddesssiren.com which is my pro dom stuff, but yeah, anywhere you just type in Siren Saints in, you're you're gonna you're find, find me. me. Very cool. Um, mm. Check her out. Check out her content. Pay for your porn, please. Uh, we're sponsored by Spunk Lube. We are rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. Um, by the time this episode comes out, we'll give you some updates on what happened at the Inked Awards. <laughs> um, we're gonna have some behind the scenes content here. I'm gonna challenge Siren Saints in to oh suit to a to some some kind of physical challenge. We we don't know what it is yet. Uh, so check that out on YouTube. We're on YouTube. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. Whatever platform you're on, we're there. Uh, please keep supporting us. Check us out. Uh, we just recently joined Patreon to try to figure out whether or not you guys want to start uh, leaning into some specific content. And uh, we have that option for you. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you, Thank you to our watchers. Thank you to my guest. Um, check us out every Sunday, guys. Thank you. <laughs>